Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Dude, I Love That. I'm Liv. And this is the first time that I'm actually video recording the episode. So really excited about that. But bear with me if there's any technical difficulties or anything like that. And also the video is only going to be available on Spotify for right now. But at some point, hopefully in the not too distant future, I'll be uh, opening up a YouTube channel. So, or not opening up, (laughs) but you know what I mean. I'll be launching a YouTube channel specifically for the podcast. Anyways, I'm really excited for this episode because this is something that I've talked about. And to be honest with you, this just kind of came to me while I was driving home today and I figured why not share. And yeah, I've talked about it before, but not necessarily in this, I guess, perspective. So just fair warning there. I'm going to be talking a lot about myself in this episode because I'm trying to relate my thing that I've been walking through to a point. So bear with me, but in the last maybe few months, I think I've been going through this thing of like struggling with accepting the way that my personality is. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but maybe you'll understand more as I talk about it. But I am a very, well, actually, you know what? Let's, let's throw it back to childhood. Let's just do that. When I was younger, I struggled a lot with not fitting in. Um, Girls at school were so mean to me, especially in elementary school, because I had just moved from LA to North Carolina. I don't want to say where (laughs) for just like privacy reasons, but uh, I moved and the school that I went to already had like, everybody kind of was there since kindergarten. And so by the time I got there in the third grade, it was like friendships and friend groups were established. And so, you know, you just kind of arrive on the scene and people are like, okay, well, you can't sit with us. It was like full-blown mean girls in a sense. And that really was the catalyst for me struggling, I think. And I ended up becoming very people-pleasing And I wasn't super secure in who I was because I felt so rejected by my peers and it was really hard for me to feel confident. And I mean, obviously like, I don't know many kids that are like killing it and super confident, but I just started to kind of critique myself and not like the way that I was because I didn't fit in. And like, when you're in school, you don't really have many options. It's, it's who you go to school with. And that's pretty much it or, you know, extracurriculars or whatever, but still you have like a very limited group of people to choose from for friends. And so it definitely was a struggle to, uh, make friends and, and later in life break out of that mindset. And I think, you know, over, over time I stopped being such a people pleaser and a doormat. I don't think I was like a full-blown doormat, but I definitely was kind of like, okay, well I have to do this or else I won't have friends. And by the time I got to like middle school, that stopped, but it was something in the back of my mind that for lack of a better word, plagued me of, I know what I have to do to fit in, but I wasn't willing to do it because I was not willing to sacrifice who I was. I was not willing to compromise on my personality, my morals, my values, and kind of fit in this little cookie cutter thing of what they were looking for, if that makes sense. So there was that whole aspect. And then there is a whole other aspect, which I won't touch on in this podcast for 
just not wanting to drag other people through the mud because it would be like very public and I don't want to do that. I'm trying to be really gracious, but there's like a whole other set of issues that definitely contributed to this thing of like disliking my personality. Sorry, I'm taking a lot of pauses because I'm thinking through it, but definitely contributed to this point of view that I had of, you know, what if I'm not good enough? Or there was this like critiquing voice in my head. And whenever I did something, I'd immediately feel like, oh my gosh, I hope that didn't come across this way. Or I hope they don't think this or oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I act like that? And it was this constant thing. And so I've had to really work at that and get over this hurdle. And I think relating that back to the kind of the topic of today's episode with the introduction of social media, and I was actually just talking with someone about this this morning, but growing up for me, we didn't have social media when I was, you know, younger. And So it wasn't this thing of like comparing yourself on a global scale, which I feel like is so prevalent now because it's easy. I mean, social media, you can access anybody, anywhere, anytime. And when you see the way that they're dressing and the way that their makeup is and the way that they're acting, I mean, it's wild now. I see 14 year olds that I'm like convinced they're 26. Meanwhile, I'm here and I'm just like, 24 and I feel so behind and I'm like I I don't look like them like they look so much older than me and they look like they've got it going on and I feel like I don't look like I have it going on (laughs) but all of that to say like this is this is exactly what I'm talking about this plays into it I think when you are comparing yourself and maybe comparing isn't the best word but I don't know another word to use but when you're going through life and you're kind of seeing this template of well, this is how other people my age are. This is how other girls I go to school with act like. This is how this girl on TikTok dresses and all of this stuff. I think it's so easy to start either hating things about yourself, wanting to change things about your personality or your likes and dislikes in order to kind of fit into this mold that's popular. And the thing about that is trends come and go like what's popular now is not going to probably be popular next year. And so you're, you're changing to fit something that is ebbing and flowing all the time. And it's so important that you stay unique to who you are. Like you need to stay you because if you see someone doing something, it's like, they've got it covered. They're already doing it. There's only one of each of us. And I know that that's so overused, like bear with me. It feels very stupid when you hear it. Cause it's like, yeah, whatever I know, but it's so true. Like you have a unique personality. You have a unique view of the world and not everybody has your life experiences. Not everybody has gone through the things that you've gone through or the upbringing that you had and for better or for worse, you have Uh, situations in your life that have shaped you. And I think there's a lot to be said for being that and like putting that out there and someone's got to do it. So, you know, take that opportunity, take that chance, but kind of going back to what I had said before about um, 
comparing my personality to other people's or whatever. Okay. So one of the things that I've been struggling with is, and I don't want to say too much because I want to have like a full announcement about it. So I'm just going to be vague, but if you're listening in the future, you probably know what it is by now, but I'm going into this certain line of work and I'm really excited about it and looking forward to it and all that. But there's other people that have gone before me and they have people that love them and they are so different from me. And it worries me a little bit because I'm like, oh, they, they sound so nice and they seem super approachable and just kind and sweet. And I mean, if you know me, I kind of just like go for it. You know, I'm not, there's other people that are so like empathetic and sweet and I'm very much a problem solver. You know, if someone tells me something that's going on, I of course feel like something, but I'm not one of those people that like feels a lot. I do. If you're in my close circle, like if you're immediate family or like a really close friend, but otherwise I don't really have a ton of feelings for people that I'm not super close to. And I think that's just like part of my personality of, of reserving energy for what I need it for most, which is kind of a bizarre thing. But if you're the same way, you totally get it. And I've, I've really had to fight this thing of like, you're not going to be rejected for who you are, because I think that's the lie. And especially, like I said, with social media, I think that's the lie a lot of us are believing. And whether it's because of social media or because of um, trauma in your past or situations that you've gone through, it's really easy to try and go forward and do something new and feel that, uh, should I be doing this? What are they going to say? What it like, what's going to happen? And uh, I mean, it's tough. It really is. Especially when you're, when you're trying to like, you know, in my case, I'm trying to step out and follow what I feel like the Lord's calling me to do. But there's that voice that comes in. That's like, you're not the same as so-and-so and they're not going to like you. And they like them because they do have that sweet personality and, you know, they, they're just much more, I don't know, soft and, and whatnot. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. This sucks. I'm really trying to explain it well without going into too much detail, but there's just that comparison that comes in. And I never really thought that I dealt with it, but now looking back, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I do. It feels like a little bit of a spotlight's been directed on the situation and I'm going, Ooh, yikes. I need to change that. And so I've just been really praying and even like speaking words over myself because our words are so powerful and even think about it. Like the voice in your head that might be telling you, Oh, they're not going to like you. Oh, you're not good enough. You need to change this. No one's going to like that. That is having uh, like a hold over you. And so I've been trying to combat that by saying, no, I am compassionate. I am full of grace. I have, you know, the fruits of the spirit, like gentleness and all these things that I feel like I need an extra dose of, or maybe I've had to shut out in part of my life because of trauma and things that I've gone through. This kind of walls come up and I've needed to shut that out for part of my life in order to stay sane and feel like I had some control and not get overwhelmed or drained. But 
now it's like, it's okay. That thing is over and I can let those dividers down and allow grace or allow compassion back into my life. And it's not going to deplete me. It's not going to take over for lack of a better word. And so that's uh, really something that I've been going through. And so many times, I'm not so much of a social media comparer, is comparer a word, but I, I don't really look at social media too much, especially because like that's been my job for years. And I swear to you, dude, I, I cannot with social media anymore. Like I kind of have a disdain for it, but also I love it because it's just like what I've done for so long. And I am a major marketing and branding nerd. And so I kind of love it, but I also kind of hate it. If you know anything about me, you'll know that there's a lot of things in life that I equally love and hate (laughs) as evidenced by my whole spiel on Murphy in the latest podcast episode. But all of this to say, I've been comparing myself to a couple of people on podcasts that I listen to. And I hate doing it because they're so sweet and like they're sisters in Christ and I love them and they just seem like the best people ever. But I'm like, oh, she she sounds so kind when she speaks. And I know that for me, this is like a very kind version of me right now and a very reserved version, but I'm very tell it like it is. And uh, in the words of Dave Portnoy, I just sling it. Like I just, I just go for it, talk about it and like kind of speak my mind. And that's something that I think it was because for so long, I didn't feel like I had the uh, the freedom to do that. So then it was like, when I did feel it, I was like, let's go. And I just go like went for it. And now I'm having to kind of reel it back and be more conscientious of when the appropriate time is and who the appropriate, you know, group of people are. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, You know what I mean? Like who I can do that with and when I can do it. And so it's been a learning process, but I've had to actively say, no, that's not true. When that voice comes in of comparison, I I need to figure out a better word. You know what? It's being self-critical. That's what it is. When self-criticalness, again, not even sure if that's a word, I'm just rolling with it. But when that creeps in, I have to actively speak out against it. And in one of these podcast episodes I was listening to with one of the sweet girls that I was comparing myself to, but she talked about this and was so just awesome when she said that she a lot of times needs to literally stop what she's doing when those voices come in and she starts feeling like critical or whatever she said that she literally will get up from a table if she's in public and she goes to the bathroom and out loud speaks words that are the opposite so for instance if you are feeling like all these other people are so much more successful than me, or, you know, I'm a loser, whatever it is. She gave the example of like, you speak words over yourself that are true. And so for instance, if you are feeling like that, like audibly saying, no, I am the righteousness of God through Christ. I am called, I am worthy. I have a place on this earth for a reason. 
and I have a calling and I have gifts, talents, and abilities that are going to be used to do something amazing. And so there's so much power in the words that we speak. And even if, if you're not speaking it out, but you're hearing it in your mind, whether it's just yourself saying me or you saying it to yourself, there we go. Or if it's fiery darts from the enemy trying to get in there and get you off track, those are still words that are pouring into your life and into your uh, mind. If you want to learn anything about the power of words and what, I guess, uh, what effect they have on your life, Dr. Caroline Leaf has so many things about that. And when you go through these certain uh, thought patterns or yeah, yeah, I guess thought patterns and you have a thought drop into your mind, it's almost like these grooves are made in your brain. And so it kind of like goes on this path every time you have this thought. And so it's retraining your brain and making sure that you create a new path because if not, you're going to be stuck in that hamster wheel or in that cycle forever. And so it takes a lot to, I guess, look at the situation and, and really fight it. But if there's anything I've learned in the last year through so much craziness, I can't even tell you, it's that it is a fight, but you need to be in it. If you want things to change, you've got to, well, I was going to say something, but I don't, I'm afraid that word's going to be banned. Um, you've got to really just stand your ground and you've got to fight because nothing's just going to be like fixed for you 99% of the time. You've got to join forces uh, with the Lord if you're a believer. Um, and if not, then you just have to fight on your own and say, I'm not going to have this anymore. I'm not going to deal with this. And I've been having that battle right now with anxiety. It has ruled my life for years. And I finally got to the point where <laughs> literally last night I was on my knees like, God, I need help. This is out of control. And this self-criticalness, again, if that's a word, who knows, probably is. But I was like, I'm done with this. I'm over it. I'm giving it to you. And I'm not going to let up until it's gone. Because I can't do the things that you've called me to do until this is completely gone. Or at least, you know, for the most part gone. Because I don't know, you know, this side of heaven, if things will ever be completely gone or you'll be rid of things totally. But getting to the point where you say, I'm not going to stand down until I beat this thing is where really the freedom comes because it's so easy to just sit there and be complacent and keep dealing with it and being, oh, poor me. Oh, this is so hard. But that's not the mindset of a winner. And frankly, if you think you're going to get anything done with that mindset, you're sorely mistaken because it is a lot to actually conquer these things, especially like mentally, man, when that, when that thought pattern is created, like, you know, you kind of feel like you're sunk in a way, but I'm telling you, you can do it. And self-criticalness has got to go in Jesus name. We're not going to deal with it anymore. And the way that it makes you feel is so irritating and upsetting. If you're like me, you automatically kind of go to anger <laughs> when something is uh, upsetting or difficult. Like my knee-jerk reaction is like, ah, I hate that. But some people might feel like a deep sadness. And 
you can either go around feeling that all the time, or you can choose to say, I am not dealing with this any longer. This has no place in my life and I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that I don't go on like this. So if you're in that fight today, I'm with you. And uh, if you have any prayer requests, send them to me on Instagram. You can find me there at dude. I love that podcast. And I'm not going to give my, my public um, Instagram right now because I'm getting ready to change the name. So be on the lookout, but just look at the dude Instagram bio. And I have my public uh, personal Instagram on there, but send me prayer requests. If that's the, the same journey you're on right now. And let's do this because the time is now to like change your life. I'm for lack of a better term. Uh, you can keep going on the same path or you can choose to get off it. And I know for me, I'm like, see ya. Like, I'm not going to keep dealing, dealing with this, doing it, whatever. So anyways, I hope this episode was encouraging. And if you're looking for any really good podcast to listen to, I highly suggest Embraced with Grace by Brittany Lutz. It's incredible. And I have just been so, so encouraged by it recently. And I've been listening to it actually every night when I'm doing my like skincare routine and stuff. And she has a lot of really quick episodes, like, you know, nine minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. So, oh my gosh, wait, did I just say nine and 10 minutes? No, I'm sorry. I meant (laughs) whatever. She has short episodes and then like medium length episodes and then some episodes that are like an hour. So, plenty of things to choose from and a lot of amazing topics. So if you're dealing with those things, definitely check it out. But anyways, I hope that you enjoyed and check back next week for a new episode. Bye.